Hello and welcome to the Daily Bible Reading Show. Uh, we're going to be looking at Isaiah chapter 65. So I'm going to pray and we'll look at Isaiah 65. Heavenly Father, thank you uh, for the end of my hiccups. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for that. And I pray, Lord, um, that we can see an end to, you know, just whatever frustrations and difficulties we're, we're experiencing right now, um, in the short term and the long term. In the short term, just in times of rest like this weekend, but in the long term in the Lord Jesus Christ, in that hope of heaven. Help us to see this in today's passage, we pray. Amen. Um, so yeah, so I've been hiccuping the entire uh, day and night yesterday and just finally got some relief this morning so I woke up from a nap having only slept this morning so throat's kind of still sore to be honest <laughs> but here is Isaiah chapter 65 God says uh, I was ready to be sought by those who did not ask for me I was ready to be found by those who did not seek me I said here I am, here I am, to a nation that was not called by my name. I spread out my hands all the day to a rebellious people who walk in a way that is not good, following their own devices, a people who provoke me to my face continually, sacrificing in gardens and making offerings on bricks who sit in tombs and spend the night in secret places, who eat pig's flesh and broth of tainted meat and is in their vessels, who say, keep to yourself, do not come near me, for I am too holy for you. These are a smoke in my nostrils, a fire that burns all the day. Behold, it is written about me, I will not keep silent, but I will repay, I will indeed repay into their lap both your iniquities and your father's iniquities together, says the Lord, because they made offerings on the mountain and insulted me on the hills. I will repay into their lap payment for their former deeds. Thus says the Lord, as the new wine is found in the cluster, and they say, do not destroy it, for there is a blessing in it, so I will do for my servant's sake, and not destroy them all. I will bring forth offspring from Jacob and from Judah, possessors of my mountains. My chosen shall possess it, and my servants shall dwell there. Sharon shall become a pasture for flocks, and the valley of Achor a place for herds to lie down. For my people who have sought me but you who forsake the Lord, who forget my holy mountain, who set a table for fortune and fill cups of mixed wine for destiny, I will destine you to the sword, and all of you shall bow down to the slaughter. Because when I called, you did not answer. When I spoke, you did not listen. But you did what was evil in my eyes and chose what I did not delight in. Therefore thus says the Lord God, Behold, my servants shall eat, but you shall be hungry. Behold, my servants 
shall drink, but you shall be thirsty. Behold, my servant shall rejoice, but you shall be put to shame. Behold, my servant shall sing for gladness of heart, but you shall cry out for pain of heart, and shall wail for breaking of spirit. You shall leave your name to my chosen for a curse, and the Lord God will put you to death, but his servants will call by another name, so that he who blesses himself in the land shall bless himself by the God of truth, and he who takes an oath in the land shall swear by the God of truth, because the former troubles are forgotten and are hidden from my eyes. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former things shall not be remembered or come into mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem to be a joy and her people to be a gladness. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and be glad in my people. No more shall be heard in it the sound of weeping and the cry of distress. No more shall there be in it an infant who lives but a few days, or an old man who does not fill out his days. For the young man shall die a hundred years old, and the sinner a hundred years old shall be accursed. They shall build houses and inhabit them, they shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They shall not build and another inhabit, they shall not plant and another eat. For like the days of a tree shall the days of my people be, and my chosen shall long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain or bear children for calamity, for they shall be the offspring of the blessed of the Lord and their descendants with them. Before they call, I will answer. While they're yet speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb shall graze together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox. The dust shall be the serpent's food. They shall not hurt or destroy in my holy mountain, says the Lord. And that's Isaiah chapter 65. Um, uh, verse 17, God says, Behold, you know, see, I create new heavens and a new earth. And um, um, these are words that the Apostle John hears in Revelation chapter 21, I think. Revelation chapter 21, right in the beginning. Uh, he says, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. So he didn't hear this. He, he himself saw this new heaven and new earth. And he also sees a new Jerusalem, verse 2, coming down out of heaven from God. And there's a parallel back in Isaiah 65. God says in verse 18, I create Jerusalem to be a joy. And so here in the Old Testament, hundreds of years before, Revelation, um, Isaiah foretells the coming of heaven, but also the new creation, so new heavens and the new earth. Jerusalem, but also the new Jerusalem. 
uh, seen not just in this new city, and it's very idealized, you know, no longer any death, uh, no longer any sound of weeping, verse 19, and no cry of distress. Um, but, you know, the person lives for a hundred years old, the sinner shall uh, die, even though it's a hundred years old. And so there is salvation and judgment in this uh, Jerusalem that is idealized. Um, but there is also this new Jerusalem that is seen in its people. And I think that's uh, the thing to take away from this chapter. You know, he begins and ends uh, with a description of God's chosen people. Um, verse 1 again, I was ready to be sought by those who did not ask for me. I was ready to be found by those who did not seek me. I said, here I am, here I am to a nation that was not called by my name. So God promises himself, you know, readily, you know, here I am, here, you, you did not look for me, but I looked for you. Uh, you did not look, you did not seek me, you did not ask for me, I came to you and said, here I am. And he said this to a nation that is not called by my name. And you combine that with Jerusalem. You combine that with the picture of heaven. God is bringing people who thought they wouldn't get to heaven into heaven. That's that's the surprising thing about this chapter. You know how God reaches out to the nations, to the non-Jewish people, to bring them to this idealized Jewish city, Jerusalem. And that's the surprising thing. Uh, other surprising things, um, well, in the midst of this new chosen people, he talks about people who reject him. Uh, where do we see this? Um, uh, uh, he, well, in verse 13, he talks about my servants, my servants, my servants. So he says, behold, my servants will eat, my servants shall drink, my servants shall rejoice, sounds great. But then he says, you shall be hungry, <laughs> you shall be thirsty, you shall be put to shame. So the you here, speaking to his people again, but then saying that amongst you whom he's speaking to, some of them are his servants, some of them are not. Some of them are obedient, some of them are faithful, some of them are not. And some of them will be saved, and some of them will not be saved. And um, yeah, so at, again, at the center of this picture of this new creation and heaven and this new idealized Jerusalem is God's people who are chosen out of his people. You know, those who live in Jerusalem now but won't be in the new Jerusalem then. But also those who are now not in his people, who are not in, did not seek for him, did not look for him, whom he will gather to himself. To him you say, you. I am. I'm here for you. I heard your prayer. And he brings them all the way into this new kingdom, new Jerusalem, new kind of blessing that he prepares for them. And, you know, hopefully for those of us in Christ whom he prepares for us, it's meant to whet our appetite. And there's the thing about all these mention about heaven and all these visions and all these promises, uh, speaking to people who aren't in heaven yet. Know, who might be suffering now, who might be on the outside, on the fringes, and who might not be the outside of acceptance now. And God says, you know, um, I'm bringing you in. 
As long as you are my servants, you trust in me, you come to me, you call out to me. I will answer you. I will save you. And I will bring you all the way to the end. Verse 24 again, before they call, I will answer. While they are speaking, I will hear. Yeah, an amazing, proactive God. Um, in speaking about salvation and heaven and the ultimate happiness, you know, it is He who initiates that relationship, He who hears our every cry. And the question really is um, not will He answer, will He do this, but, you know, are we crying out to Him? Are we calling out to Him? Because He has. Yes. Heavenly Father, thank you uh, for your proactiveness, your tremendous blessing um, to us who might not expect this um, and yet receive it only by grace in the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for this and we hold on to this, this hope that you give us in Christ. Help us not to fall away, not to lose sight of this, but to wait for it and long for it all the more. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.